Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Psalm 51, a very well-known penitential psalm. Penitential psalm is where the psalm writer is asking for forgiveness or confessing sin. And if you want to look at other penitential psalms, they're in 6, 25, 32, 38, 130, and 143. This one, Psalm 51, is the most popular because it's tied to a very well-known incident that David was involved in back in 2 Samuel. So you remember when David was supposed to be off to war, he was the king, but he stayed home and he looked out and saw this woman bathing. Her name was Bathsheba. He had her brought to him. He committed adultery with her. And then to try to cover it up, he had her husband, a valiant soldier in his own army, killed. That was Uriah. And he was trying to cover everything up that he had done wrong. But Nathan, a prophet, came to David and basically accused him of sin. That's in 2 Samuel 12, verses 1 through 14. Nathan tells a little bit of a parable, a little bit of a story, and then says to David, you are the man. You're the one who committed the sin, and you need to repent before the Lord. Well, David, credit to David, even though what he did was terrible, and he was definitely guilty, his response was to write this psalm, Psalm 51. So let's read it, and then we'll say more about it later. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Watch me, thir- watch me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. You will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good design in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in your right sacrifices, in burnt offerings, and in whole burnt offerings." then bulls will be offered on your altar. So here we see David with a very contrite and genuinely sorrowful heart. 
And this is a good thing. In fact, even though he was under the old covenant and there's this Levitical system set up whereby you made sacrifices to atone for your sin, uh, it's clear that God's not interested in just sacrifices for the sake of sacrifices. He wants sacrifices from people who have penitent hearts, whose hearts are broken and contrite, whose spirit is broken, as David says in verse 17. Of course, in the new covenant, we're no longer making sacrifices because Jesus Christ was the final and the sufficient sacrifice. All the Old Testament, Old Covenant sacrifices were never really enough because they they weren't perfect enough and they didn't fix the problem well enough. But when God sent the, the God-man, his only son, Jesus, to the earth to die, to rise again, that final sacrifice sealed the deal so that anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ can have their sin removed as David was asking God to do for him. There are a few things in here. One thing I want to mention is David is referred to in scripture as a man after God's own heart. He was the standard bearer for a king, the best king that Israel ever had. Although he failed miserably in that deal with Bathsheba and Uriah, he sinned in other ways as well. He was far from perfect, but he was nonetheless a man after God's own heart. One thing, if we want to be men and women after God's own heart, that I think is going to be important is that when we sin, when we are confronted with our sin, like David was by Nathan, when the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin, do we quickly get to a place of being penitent? Do we quickly get to a place of being sorrowful and humble and contrite in our hearts before the Lord? Friends, every one of us is guilty. And I can tell you that sometimes in this new covenant where we live by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, this is great news, this is the gospel. But sometimes this message of the gospel is, is presented in sub, such a way that I have been guilty of taking God's grace you know, kind of cheaply. We call it cheap grace. Like, oh, I, yeah, I sinned, but Jesus died for my sin. I can be forgiven. And we just kind of move on. It's a good idea for us on a regular basis from time to time to be penitent, to be sorrowful, to dwell on the sin that we've committed and to confess that before the Lord. And maybe even this psalm is a helpful way for you to do that as you go through this psalm and think about your own sin, putting yourself in David's place. There's a couple key things in here that we want to point out. Verse five makes it clear. It says, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and my in sin did my mother conceive me. This isn't suggesting that his specific mother was sinful in the act of conception. It is saying that David was born into sin from conception. It's even making the case that even a, a fetus, a baby that has just been conceived, this zygote, from the time of conception, there is a moral responsibility that this person that's growing in his mother womb has. And that moral responsibility is deficient before God. We are born into sin. The sin of Adam has cascaded down through the generations and it has poisoned every one of us. Lest any of us think that we somehow can earn God's favor or love or salvation because we're just good people. We aren't. Of course, the section in verses 10 through 12, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. A great Christian song has been written about that. I'll link it in the notes. 
Lord, thank you for this psalm. Thank you for reminding us by David's example that we should be sorrowful for sin. And Lord, thank you for ultimately bringing Jesus Christ to be the final perfect sacrifice so that we don't have to go through all these sacrifices of bulls and setting up altars, but we can just put our faith and trust in Christ and have our sin removed from us as far as the East is from the West. Thank you so much. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.